What's up, guys? So today we're going to be talking all about how to handle a crisis. Um, maybe you're experiencing crisis for yourself. Maybe someone you know is experiencing crisis. Um, but we're just going to be talking about some fundamental things that you can do and how you can be aware and observant of people around you to lend a hand and also to heal and keep moving forward. Let's go. Yeah. Um, cool. So we're back. We back. We back. DJV. What up? What's up? What's going on? Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Happy Friday to all you listeners out there too. Happy um, Tuesday. It's actually Tuesday for yeah. you. Yeah. We're recording on Friday. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. Happy right, right, right. Taco Tuesday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, why don't you start us off, DJ? Yeah. So. It's been a really interesting and sometimes turbulent and sometimes really good year. Um, But I feel like a lot of people have had time to reflect and have had a lot of ups and downs. I've just noticed the past couple weeks there's been a lot of like what I would call crisis or things where people are at their breaking point or they're at their limit. And so I've been having a lot of conversations. I've personally experienced this too, like over the past month. And so... um, I just wanted to share a couple of tips that have worked for me and then things that have worked for uh, some people close in my life. So that's it. And talk to you guys about like what you do when you're at your breaking point. Yeah. I love it. I think that's a super relatable topic. Uh, A, we've all, we've all been through that. Yeah. Uh, Some of us are professionals at being at the breaking point. Yeah. I know. To be honest, I felt like I was for a long time in my, earlier years is constantly yeah. <laughs> constantly oh, breaking again. Trauma. Uh, yes yes um so dj what are some i guess when you find yourself in these situations to where it feels like the whole world is uh collapsing you yeah. know upon you yeah how do you find i i think i think first first off i i think that we should reframe the way we talk about like emotional trauma or like these kinds of things i think that people look at it like you know, oh, just feel better. Or like if someone's dealing with something like that that's happening, I now, I didn't always look at it this way, but now I look at like an emotional trauma or like an emotional blow or like, you know, when something happens, it's like breaking your arm or it's like getting a really deep cut. And I think a lot of times what we do is we like cover it up or we find ways to cope. So whether that's like drinking or whether that's like just talking to a million people and just being like, Oh, here's my problem. Here's my problem. And never actually dealing with it or like spending, even spending time hanging out with people, which could be healthy. Like it can also be a thing where you're using it to kind of ignore like the thing. And so I think that looking at it more like things like trauma, like you're talking about V as almost very similar to what like a physical trauma would be when you experience a trauma in your life. It's very similar as it like in the sense of like, you have to take time to heal. You have to, you know, maybe take medicine, whatever that medicine is for you. You have to maybe baby it for a while, baby a wound for a while. But if you don't do that, just like with a bone, if you don't like set your bone right, it'll grow, you know, it'll it'll mm-hmm. heal in a weird direction. Or if you don't like take care of a cut and get the rocks out and like clean it and sanitize it, which hurts, 
if you don't do that up front, like it can get infected, it can get really gross and things, especially with like cuts and stuff, things that you just like cover up and leave, like they, it, it like spirals out of control. And so I think reframing the way we look at that stuff, treating emotional traumas as the same way that you would a physical trauma of like, I'm going to need a couple weeks to deal with this and that's okay. Like it's not a big deal. Um, so, so for me to answer your question, like the biggest thing I think is focusing on the fundamentals. So like usually the first thing to go when you're like dealing with something is like things like sleep and like drinking water and going for a walk and like these very simple things that you know work for you. You just like forget to do it or maybe you can't sleep because you're anxious or maybe it hurts or it's like hard to be alone. And so you're like, oh, I need to have all these conversations. But if you just do the very fundamental, the basic things start there. And then the other thing for me personally that was really hard or that is really hard is like I have this like really intense want and need to be productive. And I feel like if I'm not like moving the needle every day in some area that I'm just like a waste of space. And so for me, part of part of like you know, the past month for me was like, it's okay to just like sit and watch TV for a minute, which I like never do, but I like watch Outer Banks, which is great by the way, you should check it out. <laughs> uh, but like, I just sat and watched a TV series and I was like, I never ever do that. But I think I just need, my brain just needs to not be doing anything right now. And, and I need to be okay with that because I just need to like, just like with a broken arm, you just need to not walk on it for a minute, you know? So that's, mm. that's some of it for me. What about you, V? Um, a lot of Sudoku. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Do you guys remember that week? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I kept coming in with my Sudoku. Yes. Every day. I just had to keep my mind on something else. Yeah. You know, the more time goes on, the more you kind of understand yourself and how mm. you handle different things. I am an external processor, and which can, you know, if you bring too many people into what's going on, that you're hearing all these different opinions mm. and it can get a little messy. So I've just realized like, okay, I need to have like a core group of people. Um, and then outside of that, you just, it gets risky the more people you tell. Cause then you're getting all these opinions and mm. you start to, and for me, I'm an overthinker too. Um, but that's just something I've learned as of late. Yeah. To just be careful who you're opening up and becoming vulnerable to. That's good. That's yeah. Good. I think for me in the past, uh, things to not do, like overreacting, like I feel like I would, um, it's like the pot's mm. boiling and I would just pour salt <laughs> into the water and just really intent, like through my own like thoughts and intensifying things, uh, especially when you know, very traumatic things are going on. I would project the worst case scenarios before they even happen. Like yeah. nothing actually mm. has happened yet, but I'm projecting worst case scenarios. And after enough projections of those worst case scenarios, I'm, I'm now like, that is my reality. Even though nothing's outwardly happened, I believe it's already happened or is going to happen. Mm -hmm. And so that trauma, like it starts to compound and, and bleed into these other, you know, aspects of my life. Yeah. Um, and then there's also, you know, when I was young, I used to just hide it by like going out and either socializing or, uh, drinking or hang, whatever it may be. And like DJ was saying, like, if you don't, if you treat deep wounds, like it's just a scratch and you should put a bandaid on it and you keep going about it and you don't clean it right and you don't nurture it. Like, uh, 
it may come back and it could, and the thing is it could infect you a year down the road. You know, it could be something that, that hits you later in life because you never took care of it right the first time. And I think that's what a lot of this emotional trauma is. They're like these, these, these things that we put away in our closets and it's like, I just want to, like, I don't want to deal with this. So I'm just going to put this here and close it. But the reality is it stays with us and we can never escape it. And it, and there's these times where all of a sudden it's like you open your closet and it just leaps out. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, like you've just been destroyed again because in, and, and, and a lot of times it comes back stronger. Yeah. And so I think it's important, you know, uh, you know, for myself, it was important to, to experience, to be real, like to really be able to be in my feelings, I think for men, I think we have a, a more difficult time, especially depending on you know how you were brought up. But most men that I know were brought up in like a, a masculine society to where like you're not a lot, you know, you're not supposed to cry, you're not supposed to be in your feelings, you're not supposed to be emotional in these things. And and when you learn to do that, you kind of block out these emotions. So a lot of us guys, you know, end up living with like these huge burdens of pain that we've just like, just like washed off, washed off, washed off. And a a, lot of times, and and then it, yeah. And then it all comes crashing when it comes, it comes at once. And it's like, Oh my gosh. And I've had a scenario where, you know, I felt crushed because all these things came up all at one time, all these things I'd been hiding from. And the only way for me to really deal with them was to basically sit in, in stillness and peace, uh, and to kind of go into the belly, like to go into those memories and to go into those traumatic experiences and to see, you know, what was the lesson there? Or how can I let go? And how can I, you know, can I forgive myself? Can I forgive the the people involved? Can I choose love over the, the scarcity and the pain and the fear and choose abundance and these other things instead? Um, because just like anything in this world, I think there's there's always two sides things like there's always you know anything that's in the light there's always going to be a shadow side of it and so i think it's it's where we choose to to put our attention and so uh trying to you know a deal with the pain and then let go of the pain and then look at you know the the bright side like because there's always good in something yeah you know and so that's always kind of try to help you that's always helped me out uh, in a lot of these situations and then trying to just stay calm. A lot of times I need to just sit down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I related a lot to paddleboarding, like when I'm in a rapid and it's so chaotic, but the reality is you just got to like focus and yeah. breathe and just like, and cruise through. Yeah. Otherwise you'll get wrecked. And I noticed that with, with, with myself personally and the emotions and I'm an empath. So I can get, if I get thrown into too many, I'm, I'm a lot better at it now. But when I was younger, I didn't know how to separate myself from other people's emotions. And so people will tell me, you know, what they're going through. And my heart, like instantly I'm like crying with them and I hurt and I'm going home hurting. And then if a lot of people are hurting around me, like I'm like super wrecked because I'm taking on everyone's stuff. And I didn't really didn't know how to, to, to communicate with people and connect with people without taking on their, their trauma. Um, and I think that's important for all empaths to, to learn. I mean, it's beautiful on one side. We have a power of able, you know, we're able to connect with people and, or know when something's off with people. But at the same time, you, it's scary when you can take on a lot of people's pain and, and, and trauma with them. And so uh, it's important to, I think, protect ourselves, to stay calm, to take the time, to step away from from all the things 
and just be with yourself and nurture yourself and love yourself and maintenance yourself just like you maintenance a vehicle and everything else you clean the house you do all these things but we don't we don't do that for ourselves and i think especially in these moments if there's ever a time to just stop doing everything it's it's definitely during those times yeah i I think to your point too like of of overreacting or like even operating in like a reactionary state like it's hard to not overreact when it's like a big trauma like someone in your life passing away like it can literally feel like you know like a pillar in your life is just like you know gone Mm -hmm. and it's like your your whole you know the, the foundation is like broken but i think a big part for me like the way that I like to think about these things is like always have, always have a plan. Like I I was talking to my aunt one time, she's a pilot and she was saying like the biggest thing, like you're doing something that's very dangerous. You're like superseding the law of gravity, but like a good pilot always has a plan. No matter what goes wrong, we're flying through a storm and we lost an engine. Like, what do you do? Our landing, same, same flight, our landing gear is not working. What do you do? And it's like, if you can have a plan, like you can spend a lot of time worrying about something like, um, you know, you, you had a falling out with somebody and you're like, well, what am I going to do if they text me? And you just keep thinking about like, oh, they're going to text me. They're going to text me. What am I going to do? But instead, like write the message that you're going to send back, like just pretend like they did and have your reaction like already pre-planned. And I think that keeps you from acting emotionally because it's like, okay, well this happened, the worst case scenario happens now what? And just go through that whole process in your head. And like, uh, it's easy to spiral out of control and be like, well, what if the worst case scenario keeps happening and happening and happening and happening? But like, just to have a, like a canned response and reaction for the bad thing happening. Like, what if this person acts this way? What if they respond this way? What if this happens? It's like, okay, well, what if it does? Then what are you going to do? Assume the best, but know that you have this thing in your back pocket. And I think just the act of doing that, of writing that response to that person and saving it in your notes, but never sending it, mm-hmm. like helps you be emotionally prepared to where that doesn't like wreck your whole day. Um, another thing that you said that I thought was really interesting is like forgiving yourself or like being willing to like like take care of yourself. I think that a lot of times we treat ourselves worse than we would ever treat someone that we love. I was, I was talking to a friend uh, yesterday and she was like, how do I even love myself? Like, I don't even know who I am. She, and she was just like, I don't like, how do I love this like person that I'm like very disassociated from and that I don't know. And I'm like, well, treat yourself like you would treat someone that you care about. Like, just imagine the, like, that there's two parts of you. There's like the you that's like thinking and this person, but then there's this person that you love and maybe it's like the child version of you. But it's like, talk to yourself, behave in a way that you would towards someone that you really care about. And that makes it really easy to love yourself because you're like, oh, I wouldn't, the way that I talk to myself, me personally, like I'm kind of mean to my, I'm I'm mean to myself, but I would never ever talk to anyone else that way. And so I'm like, well, why am I doing that? That's not fair to me. And like, there's a, I feel like there's kind of like two sides to people. There's like, and I think it's it's healthy to name. This is something that um, I worked on in therapy, but it's healthy to name these like sides of yourself. You know, there's like the angry like hurt version of yourself, and then there's like the little kid version of yourself that's inside, and like you know, there's like the anxiety side, you know, and it's like, it's easy. You, if you give those a name, then you can be like, oh, that was, you know, Mr. Anxiety talking and not actually me, or that was Mr. Angry talking or, you know, whatever names that you want to, some people give themselves like actual 
like human names too because it's like almost like a different right. character a bunch of alter egos exactly but like that i think that's healthy because you're like well that's not me that's just my emotions and that's just my reaction and and you can like kind of like be more introspective about it and be like well yeah when i like i don't need to let this version out because i can handle like the me me can handle that so right. love yourself and like don't be so hard on yourself i think for for acting emotionally i think it's okay to be emotional too i think it's uh i mean ideally i hope that you can express it like in a healthy way uh but we're super emotional beings and i think it's super important to to get emotions out whether that's just like bawling your eyes out for an hour stuffing your face with ice cream like whatever (laughs) like whatever that is like you gotta you gotta feel that and then ideally, you know, you can you can move into a better state yeah. and, 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 and trying to understand and, and yeah. go deeper after the initial uh, outpour. And I think, you know, back to the forgiveness, I think it's important, you know, A, to forgive yourself or, you know, whatever outburst. But for us to also forgive other people, like if yeah. someone like I've had people lash out at me because they're just in an emotional state. Uh, and it had nothing to do with me. I could have reacted and been like, yeah. you know, and, and been yelled at him back or, and, and instead, you know, out of love and, and looking at them as, as my own brother or sister, I just loved them. And I was just like, it's all good. Like, you know, I'm here for you. I'm sorry you're going through this, uh, rather than engaging it. Cause I could have easily engaged it. And then like been in like, you know, well, why are you yelling at like, why are you cussing me out? I am not part of this. And, um, and, and we have to, I think, is when we're dealing with people, especially our friends that are going through challenging times, because I think we all have a lot. I mean, we were talking about that earlier today. We have a lot of people in our lives that we love and care about that are going through challenging times. And I think it's really important to give them grace in that space yeah, and yeah. that love and to know if, if someone does lash out at you that it's not it has nothing to do with you. Yeah. So don't take it personally and just all we can do is send love, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I think feeling like you have to, this is the thing that always frustrates me, even about like Instagram and like social media and stuff like that. It's like, if you're an influencer, if you're a person who's like, you know, paid to like post or whatever, it's like really hard to be yourself. Cause like you have to be like continually posting these things and it's not a true representation of who you are and what you're feeling. And I think that that's the kind of like difference between like art and, like something like social media, it's like art is like a real expression of yourself. And, uh, you know, if you're like in the depths, like you can see it in art and like social media, like just doesn't translate the same. But I think that people should really be okay with like sitting, like, like you're saying, like sitting in your feelings, feeling your feelings, because when you feel like you have to cover it, cover it up, you're like not a true version of yourself because people aren't always happy. Surprise, surprise. Like, not everyone's going to be chipper every single day. And like, that's completely okay. You just communicate and you move through it. And like, I think when you have, you've, it feels very disingenuous to have to put on a happy face, especially around like people that are close to you just because you're the strong one. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. you don't have to always be that person. And like, it's okay to have a bad day and it's okay to feel what you're feeling and like work through it. And it's a process. And I think that's like, it's really part of being human and it's hard, but it's, that's the process. I think finding an environment too, that is a good place for you to be is very helpful. Um, 
especially when you have a lot going on sometimes like going into nature especially for a lot of people that live in cities uh it's very overstimulating and if you're going through a lot of stuff and your phone's dinging and emails are ringing and all like sometimes it's nice to just get away and get to the ocean or get to the forest or get to a park wherever it may be uh, get somewhere quiet where you can just be out in nature um and oftentimes that'll allow you to it'll give you the space that you need to kind of think without all the distractions and and stuff um i think that can be really helpful yeah yeah i think uh, another thing that just in general but i think especially in like a crisis it's like the people that are around you there's people that are like that like build you up and there's people who like take and there's all different types of people. We have different like relationships, you know, in life, but I think really being aware of in, in a crisis, like post crisis, like imagine like, you know, like your house burns down or whatever, who are the people that you want there to help you? Is it somebody who's like always think there there's friends that, everyone has they're always thinking about themselves and they're like oh well how does this affect me and they're like oh no like i left my person there and you're like my freaking house just burned down you asshole that like like you can't like you have to be really aware because there are people who are like that it's just yeah. their world revolves around them yeah. and like yeah that's such a, that's such a great point i think that's like a proactive thing you could do is yeah. to like because we all have friends but think about you know if something really went down you should write a list like write a list in the phone numbers of like the three people that you would call because i think like in my experience you know and 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 i'm gonna go back to just like a guy thing because the guys aren't supposed to be emotional and open with what's going on you know what i mean and so we had no one to talk to and it's always just keeping seeing you know things to ourselves luckily you know, I now have amazing men that I can reach out to and connect with and we can have conversations depending on what's going on in our lives. Uh, but I think having a list of friends that you truly love, because a lot of times we have these friends that aren't really as close to friends as we think. It's like this, 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 we have this idea that we're close friends because you, you spend a lot of time with them. So you think you're close friends, but then you realize like the guy that you only see once every three, four weeks is actually like you've expressed so much about more about your life than you have with these friends that you hang out with daily for whatever reason. So I think it's important to have a list of those people that you can count on that you can actually connect with and be open and with your feelings and that, you know, you're in a, basically it's all about being able to communicate with people that, you know, you're in a safe space. They're not going to judge you. Um, and I think that's the biggest thing. And for anyone listening that is holding space for anyone, most people are afraid to open up because of people passing judgment on them. And so it's extremely important to just be there and listen uh, and to help in any way you can without putting your judgment on their situation. Yeah. And sometimes like there's a lot of different ways to handle that. Like if a friend comes to you in crisis, like sometimes they just need you to listen and sometimes they need help. And sometimes they need advice and they need strategic. And like, obviously I think for guys, like you've probably experienced this V, but like guys want to fix the problem right away. But like a lot of times girls just need to like vent and they just need to be like, here's what's going on. And like before, you know, someone's even done explaining, we already have seven solutions in our head, Mm -hmm. but it's like, it might not even be solution time. It might just be listening time. And so like understanding how to have those conversations, like coming to someone and being like, Hey, I just need you to listen right now. And like, 
I don't need a solution, but I just need to get this off my chest. Or it's like, hey, can I get your input on this? And like, and it's obviously like easier said than done, but I think framing a conversation really sets the expectation for like how you want it to go. So like if you're coming into a conversation as a girl, if you were like, I just need you to listen and maybe oh, we'll yeah. talk about advice later, but maybe we won't. You if get you the know outcome. your needs before. Yeah, exactly. That's really good. I think this is a really good segue into now that we discuss like some really good things that have helped us deal with, you know, things that are going on around us. How can we be that for other people? Yeah, that's good. I think being perceptive, first of all, to people's like, whether it's their energy or just like, like taking the focus off of ourselves. Like we walk into a room and always the focus is on us. And like, for me, like I was kind of going through it or like, you know, three weeks ago or whatever. And like, so I was just like dealing with my own stuff. But then as soon as I was like, okay, I feel okay. And I like put my head up and just like look around yeah. a little bit. And I'm like, holy shit, like everyone around me is going through something right now. And like, how can I be there for <laughs> these people? But I was so focused on myself for a minute. And I think it's easy to get like kind of in your own world. But if you just look around and you ask people how they're doing and like, I think <laughs> there's like this, like, I don't know what you call it, like nicety where you're just like, Oh, how are you doing? How's your day going? And you're like, good, good, cool. Great. Yeah. Like, but if you, How's the weather? yeah, if you just like can ask like a little bit deeper questions and like really like kind of find ways to engage with people and just sit and listen. I think that again, it's just like holding space. You're just like, what's up? When taking time, right? Taking time. Cause there's so many, I always have to catch myself because I'll just be like, well, I have to do this. And then I'm on yeah. like very task oriented. Yep. And sometimes I need to be like, okay, let's slow down. Yeah. And just, is it going to kill me to sit here for five more minutes and like have a more open dialogue conversation? Yeah. And that's where the best things happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When yeah. you just like slow down, like <laughs> why is my day so important to get out of here by this certain time to be, you know, yeah. like we're not that important. I mean, we are. Yeah. You are worthy. You're valuable. <laughs> you're called to do great things. But the world does not revolve around yeah. right. you or me. Well, I, I think the, the thing is that we prioritize things over people because we have been taught that like these work and making money and like these things are super important. Um, and we've kind of lost like that hierarchy. It's like that the food pyramid. We've kind of like lost like, wait, hold on. What's can we rearrange this as far as like, you know, what's the most important thing? And and obviously like people uh, are most definitely the most important thing, all of our brothers and our sisters. And I think it's like to DJ's point, um, checking in on people and, 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 and really connecting with people, um, I think is important, but I think it's also important to do that when you have, like when you're coming from a place of, of abundance I think when you're coming from a place of scarcity, uh, it can just, it can drown you further. Like if you're, if you're having a hard time in life, you probably don't need to like be going out and engaging. You don't need to be someone else's life jacket. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's, that's a, that's a big one. Uh, I used to do that a ton where I'd like, I'd be dying pretty much. Like my, felt like my just spirit was broken and I'm like, (laughs) ignoring it and i'm just helping all these people and i realize like i'm like holy cow like and and i would do that to the point where i blow up and i'm like oh my gosh like what just happened i'm like oh you've been helping 
all of these people around you yeah. when you needed help, it's, you know, it can become escape, like helping everyone for can sure. Become escape. Anything can become escapism, Absolutely. but like helping like any, anytime you're doing something to not feel what you're feeling, it's you're escaping from the feeling. So just take time and feel the feelings. Um, I got a good one on connecting with people. Yeah. So yeah. when you're communicating with people and holding space for people, I've noticed that, uh, sometimes you may not like feel uh, a connection. Like I always try to like picture like my heart joining with their heart so that I can feel them. And oftentimes I'll look into one of their eyes and I'll, and I'll, I always start in the left eye and I notice if I can't get a connection, I'll switch to the right. And sometimes like there's something weird about eyes, I swear. But if you just try it, go from one eye and only look at one eye. And if, and if you're connecting then great, like you might really get to feel them. If not switch to the other eye, and you'll be surprised. Like, I mean, this stuff for me works with people when they're BSing. Uh, I can tell when someone's telling me that, like how great things are, but then like their eyes and like the, like it's like there's something behind there that I can see and feel that's not equaling what's coming out of your mouth. Yeah, and, yeah. and, and it's nice because you can go deeper. And so like, cause there's so many people that smile and we, you know, we've talked on great lives, because no one really knew that inside they were going through this stuff because they were really good at putting off this this facade of, of perfection. Yeah. yeah. And so... Have, have you seen that video of... There's like a news anchor and she's like interviewing this little kid. He's like his first day at kindergarten. And she's like, how are you liking your first day? And he's like, it's good. And he's just like nodding and he's, he's kind of smiling. He's up and down. <laughs> and then he just is like... <laughs> but you can see that he's crying, but he's like, it's good. It's good. And she's like, do you miss your mom? And he's like yeah but like i feel like that's what a lot of people do is they're like yeah oh everything's great it's good it's good but they're like literally like on the verge of like of losing it and i think that like to just like (laughs) when her friend gets proposed to i don't think i've seen it what happens never mind you have to watch it okay her friend gets proposed she gets engaged and then she's like she's like i'm so happy you, but yeah. she's like grinding. Oh, she's she's sad. Dude, a yeah. big one, a big one for me is like people will be like, Oh, every, yeah, things are really good. I'm like, Oh, yeah, are they? And then, like, it, it takes courage to give, like, to, to give to create this space. And most people won't. People feel like if, if, if a conversation gets awkward, people will just like want to <laughs> fill that space. But I promise you, challenge people a little bit. Not, and I don't mean challenge, just like ask them, to, like, if someone's telling you, like, I'm amazing just ask like oh really you're amazing and if you leave that space i kid you not it's like they're almost like they have this moment like i've been caught and then it's like oh my gosh and then they can like let go and if you give them that space they'll like people will just open up and be like well i don't know like think and then they'll just it's crazy how they'll go from this like complete thing and they'll just open yeah. up and, they'll, and, the, and 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 now you can really just like now we know all you can catch them and it's like hey <laughs> We're, 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 yeah. it's not even a trick it's yeah. just like it's we have to learn how to connect with people because we live in a in a world that has caught us to be to, to be so numb and, and not to trust people and all we have all these blocks and so like when you're interacting with with you know our brothers and our sisters it's like we really have to figure out how to and how to engage them to get to yeah. them so that yeah. we can really connect with them and, and see what's what's happening there i was gonna say yes this is all so good, but I started to think about the 1%, you know, you're like at the gas station, you're talking to the attendant, you're like, Hey, how's your day? And they're like, I hate my job. This no. is horrible. I hate it. Like they're 
very honest <laughs> <laughs> but you can tell like every day they're yeah. feeling that way yeah but even when that happens if you can just you know what you've got this yeah <laughs> You're looking, I'm just thinking you're looking great today. There are some, I think that you're right. I think that the majority of people do put up a facade like, no, everything's great. And it takes a bit to like get through their layers. But then there is that those few people, though, who are just like, no matter what happens, right. they could win the lottery and they're still having the worst day ever. Yeah, yeah. They just need a little well, love. They still need some love. So yeah. Keep loving on them. Yeah. I, th- I think, too, to your point, V, of like of how you can be helpful or like be be looking for like people kind of in crisis like one thing to get people to open up to you just like assuring them that you're a safe space and like proving that over time and being like consistent with people but like a lot of times people are scared to bring anything up because people will use it against them in the future or like they've been hurt before or there's like trauma surrounding these things it's like you know you you have a wound and you don't want to show somebody because like somebody else has like just dug their finger in it and yeah. you, know, you know or poured salt in the wound or whatever it's and like so, yelled at you it's like i told you you shouldn't have been playing out exactly. there in the kitchen or you shouldn't have been doing that and it's like exactly. it's like yeah what i need yeah that's not helpful <laughs> but like so assuring people that you're a safe space mm-hmm. and actually being a safe space so like kind of understanding how to help but the another thing that i think is really really valuable is to know what you have to give so like for me like when people come to me with problems like and it'll happen like it, it's like almost like these cycles of like everything's fine for a while and then all of a sudden like everything's falling apart but i know my like the thing that i'm i'm good at helping people with is like seeing through the problem so like being strategic and being like okay well you need to do this thing you need to do this thing and then like once things are here then you can do this or like maybe have you thought about it this way or like kind of helping reframe like what's happening and I try not to jump into that right away I try to just listen but then I know that that's something that I'm good at and that I have to offer people and so it's almost like what is the medicine that you can help give to this person and I feel like everybody has like different medicine so like V yours might be a lot different than Prince and me but it's like if you know what that is like do you know what that is for you like the thing that you when people come to you is there something specific that like people always will ask you for or like like pull out of you oh yeah what what do you think that is you mean like if they're coming to me for yeah like what is the thing something that's going on with them yeah is there something that you have that's like helpful i'd say it's usually one of like two things it's more like they just want some comfort mm-hmm. it's like some to be nurtured a little bit yeah just to hear and like walk with them yeah and then the other side would be like maybe like a change in perspective yeah or i don't know if that's yeah that no that's sense? good what about you prince what's your medicine i would say it's a few recently it's been a lot of people coming to me uh almost for this like reassurance like i feel like i have a, a gift of seeing people for who they really are not yeah. who they think they are yeah and i think a lot of people come to me feeling really small and believing that they're really small. Uh, and I feel like I have the gift of, of, of just really seeing them at the soul level and being able to be like, you're not a, like, you're not that it, you're not that person. You're not what you think you are. And then being able to really feel that and embody that. Yeah. Um, no, I think so good. I think, I, that. I think that's one of them being a, a, just a rock for people. Uh, although I go through my own challenges in life, just like everyone else, like, uh, 
especially in my later life, the last, you know, four or five years of my life, uh, I've definitely been just like when people are getting thrown downstream, like a rock that they, like they can just grab onto and yeah. whether it's one person or multiple, sometimes there's a lot of people clinging on to the rock. Uh, but just being able to just help keep people grounded and just be there in any way that I can, whether it's holding space, whether it's financially, whether it's a place to stay, like it, like so many just different ways uh, and just always trying to just look at everyone as my family and, and, yeah. and taking care of them. So I think, I think that's it. And I think just, I'm a pretty straight shooter when I meet people and I can connect with people on that level. So I think a lot of people feel comfortable talking to me about deeper things that they normally wouldn't talk about probably because I'm vulnerable too. And I just bring up things and they know yeah. I'm open. So they feel comfortable saying things. Yeah. I think that helps being vulnerable helps bring out vulnerability in other people. Like you have to, you know, show it's like taking off your armor or like putting down your weapon. You know, when you come into like, I'm thinking like olden days, it's like, okay, well I'm going to put my gun down and I'm going to let my guard down. Are you going to do the same? And I think people feel a lot more comfortable when you're like willing to, let your guard down and and to uv i think that like i think you are really good at that of just like walking through things with people and just being like hey if you need like to put a shoulder on me or whatever and i'll just i'll be just wa i'm just walking right here and it's like whatever that is i think that's people need like both of those things like people need a rock sometimes people need someone to sit there in the pain and like to be like I think a lot of people have like really turbulent and like traumatic like upbringings and like everybody has something. And so like to be able to be these like kind of comforting things for people, it's like, it's just really helpful, you know? And, and to, to not like be one of those people that's like, Oh, you're going through this. I've gone through yeah. this 10 times worse. Let me show you the yeah. way. And it's like, no one wants to hear yeah. that been when there, they're going through been something. Been there, done that. <laughs> like you like watch out for those types of conversations yeah. it's just not helpful it's not right. helpful to be like oh i did that already yeah, yeah like that's not even a big deal like your problem is not like my problem was way worse <laughs> like yeah. i mean that's the worst and we, right we've all been caught up in like starting to go down that path of just like almost trying to relate like oh i totally get it yeah but then it's like wait no i don't get it yeah because i'm not you i'm not walking in your shoes yeah but yeah. just to kind of always be humbling to yourself. Like, I don't know everything. Just yeah. like listen and be there with them. Yeah, for sure. I also think finding the right. I feel like a lot of times we have these conversations just kind of in the wrong places. You know, like a perfect yeah. example, like someone may need to cry, but because we're talking like in, a public, in public, yeah, it's like not. Nah, it's like this is lot. what we have to work with, but it's not really like the best place to do this. Cause it's like, had maybe that we could have gotten way deeper in the conversation and, and done a lot more good work and a lot more like things could have come out of it. Had we just been like in a better, like a private place where someone feels more comfortable to just let go and not be looking over their shoulder. I know that's happened to me before where I'm in public places and I'm like, dude, and I'm like trying to like I'm looking around and I'm like, I don't want anyone to see me like this. So I'm, so I'm not necessarily being as open or expressing yeah. what I really need to express just because of the setting. Yeah. yeah. I think that's good. I think too, like this was something that, do you guys know who Brene Brown is? Uh -huh. So one of the things, um, a friend just sent me this, but she was saying like, you can't numb pain without numbing joy too. 
So, like, when we're talking about, like, feeling our feelings, like, if you're trying to get through something and just be like, I'm just not going to feel this right now. I'm just, I have stuff to do. Like, you put this away. You put it away. You put it away. If you do that enough times, like, you start to feel like you can't feel anything. And then you're like, Dang. you can't feel happy. That is so interesting yeah. that you say that. Because some of my best days have also been some of my worst. You know, like, yeah. where you have, like... Yeah. You go through a breakup and you're mm-hmm. just bawling your eyes out. But then like an hour later, you're with your friends just yep. laughing. It's like it's almost healthier to just fully live yep. through that little roller coaster ride you're on. Yeah. Rather than just shoving it down. Because then it's like one of those like just very monotone mm-hmm. days. I would rather feel deep pain and be able to feel high joys. And I like there's been years of my life. And I think that when you're like numb... You don't remember as much like the emotional part of your brain is not activated as much. And that's where like your memory center is as well. And so like you forget things and like when you're just hiding pain, it's like literally like you're harboring this like fugitive that's like in your life. And you're like, oh, I'm just I'm not, you're like hiding it from everybody. You're like, don't look mm-hmm. at my pain. Don't yeah. look at my pain. Don't look at my pain. But it makes it so that you can't feel the other things, too. And so that's why I think it's so important. It's like this this constant flow of like emotion of like things happen you feel sad, you feel happy, whatever. But like humans are expressive and we need to express those emotions and we can't, you can't hang on too tight to any one emotion because I think that it's not healthy. Anyways, just wanted to add that in there. I love that. Yeah. You guys have anything else? I think, uh, can I just say one more thing? Yeah. I think what I'm appreciating a lot about that thought is like, I've, We've all had days where it's like, uh, say like a close family member passes away mm-hmm. and it's like so heartbreaking, but you almost, it takes a few days to not feel guilty, to laugh or to smile. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, I can't be feeling this emotion right now because this just happened. Yeah. And that can't be helped. Like just yeah. give yourself a little grace yeah. and whatever that looks like. But I really like that idea because I've caught myself in certain, like, I shouldn't be this happy right now. Yeah. Keep your head down. <laughs> yeah. Don't show <laughs> anyone. Not, don't show anyone know, how happy I am. You were created for that. Yeah. I think we just, like, like even, like, to your example, like, a person passing away, it's like, they wouldn't want you no. to be that way. It's like, stuff happens. Nah. People, people <laughs> die, and it's hard. But, like, they would want you to Sorry, laugh. <laughs> no, you're right, though. Yeah. They, they would want, want you to be that. happy, you know, yeah. like, to... Bad things happen, but it's like just work through your feelings, feel them, mm-hmm. and then and then keep moving forward and be so there good. for other people. Yeah, love other people. Like, and don't be afraid. Like, don't be afraid to love a stranger. Mm. And when you don't. get that little spark in your mind to like, if someone yep. flicks through your mind, that's for a reason. Yeah, for that's sure. Not random. Yeah, for sure. Always reach out. Always send the text. Yeah. Like, if someone's in your mind, like they could be really going through it. And like, that's happened to me where like, I'm going through it and that one person reaches out and you're like, wow, that's so valuable. <laughs> that person's sure. so valuable in my life and whatever. And so when that's happening, like, but to do that, you do have to take the focus off yourself for a little bit. Yeah. Like you really have to be like, well, what, what and when you're living in that, need? like in that healthy spot where you're just open to listen and to yeah. hear, I feel like the, from my perspective, God gives you more opportunities. Like, yeah, totally. That, this happened to me a couple weeks ago. I was 
trying to fall asleep. And I kept waking up and having this thought of this specific person hmm. and the thought of like, I need to pray for this person's mind. Like yeah. They're in a dark spot right now. And, and I felt the urge I needed to tell this other person who was closer. Yeah. Person A was struggling. Yeah. I had to text person B and just say, hey, we got to lift this person up yeah. right now. Yeah. And uh, the next morning, person B texted person A, hey, man, just praying for you in your mind. And da, 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 da. he reaches back and is like, whoa, yeah. you have no idea. I actually really needed that. Yeah. Um, I've been struggling a lot lately. So sometimes like just like being available to listen and then actually acting on it, mm -hmm. the more opportunities that you get. Yeah the more you'll get does that make sense? or that you act on the more you're gonna get yeah. it's right. just more free-flowing right sure. absolutely i couldn't agree more i think that was really beautifully that's said probably a yeah. very confusing story no just, i i got it it yeah. just it made me like dang it why don't i do this more i need to be in a healthy mindset <laughs> well, all the time well, I, I mean i <laughs> i'll run with it even further so it, it's it's like god if if and this doesn't even need to be on the podcast but if it should be. If yeah. you allow him to shine through you, he gives you these miracles. Like when you're working his will, like he, he just gives, he's just like, okay, here's this, here's money. And this is why, I mean, and this is what you're going to do with it. Here's this. And you need to go see this person and you need to fly here because you're going to meet a person here and they need you and you need to, and you just like, and it's just like, oh my gosh, all these things are happening because you're, we're allowing the spirit to flow through us. But when we shut that off, then the world works against us, you know, and we're constantly like, trying to break down these barriers rather than just like flowing through it. Yeah. That's been, I, I totally I feel, feel like that. I hear God's voice. I don't feel like he's doing anything in my life. And it's like the, the more you just like, I think space it's a, to hear the louder it gets and the easier. I literally it gets. think it's a flow. Like, yeah. I think it's like, like when water. you're, <laughs> when you're like holding all of your, when you're just like, Oh, my stuff is so bad. And my like, even when you're hurt, I think it is important to like help other people because it's like, that is a, it's a, it's like the open hand thing. It's like you're opening your hand and you're be like, here's my thing. You can take what you need, but then you're also able to receive. Mm -hmm. I, I think to like, to what you were saying about, about like other people, I think that's like the beautiful thing about humanity is like, we might have the tool to fix someone else. And that person has the tool to fix this other person. And we're all just like yeah, all scattered all, around <laughs> with the thing that the other person needs. And it's like, you know, those group projects where it's like, you know, you have to like fill out the whatever the paper with like, you know, what this person was born on this year or whatever. But it's like we all have the answers to each other's questions. And it's just a matter of building those bridges and connections. And then like in community, we can all just like heal and help each other. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really easy to forget that. It's really easy to be like, well, I have my problems and I'm on an island and it's just me and everything's horrible and blah, blah, blah. But like when you realize like I might have the wrench that this person has been struggling to like, you know, uh -huh. tighten this bolt. I think years. it's double sided. Yeah. I think when you help someone heal, you heal yourself. Totally. Like I, I don't, I don't think there's ever been one time in my life where I've been able to help someone where I wasn't like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Like that was amazing. Yeah. Like, and it's, yeah, you're it's never all, like, oh, that was exhausting. Like, oh, thank God they're yeah. yeah. No, I hated that. It's always <laughs> been like this two way thing to where it's like, you know, I learn something or I unlock something in me or connect with you know, let go of something myself. You know, in being there for them. And so I think personally, I think that's the only way yeah. for us to to move forward as a as a 
as a society, as a species, is to realize like we are all connected. We're all brothers and sisters, and we gotta forgive. We gotta forgive each other. We gotta love each other. The only way to do that is to just like grassroots, like just do it. Like, uh-huh. We can can do that. Yeah. And then other people will be affected by our love, and then they'll start to love, and and they'll start to take care of the people around them, and it just spreads out, and then all of a sudden things aren't so crazy and hectic and disconnected you know yeah so takeaway wise i think one like one of my takeaways would be to like look inside yourself and ask like what do i have to give how can i help the people around me and then be open to like sharing that with people that's one thing v do you have a takeaway oh man sorry just be this is for myself. Yeah. Just always be aware. Hmm. Don't be so caught up in my own things that I'm not just taking some time to be aware of what's going on around me and yeah. looking for some needs that I could That's help good. fulfill. Because the more you act on those, it's like a high, honestly. Yeah. And it's selfish, just like Prince is saying. It's almost like when you travel to another country and do volunteer work, it's like mm-hmm. you're getting more out of it than whoever, like whatever organization you're yeah. helping with. And I think it's... It's just an interesting dynamic. Yeah, it's it's definitely mutually beneficial. Like it's yeah, like, no, I, exactly. I, yeah, I think when when you're performing God's will, it literally collapses time, and the giver and the receiver both get the love, yeah. like equally. Yeah, mm, and so. Perfect.